When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're doing it all thanks to Azito, the power tools that are German designed in quality and innovation, and they're powering DIYs all day, every day uh, to the listening audience all around the SEN network up there in Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, and of course, SEN app anywhere, anytime. Coming up very shortly, we'll speak to Ben Gardner, assistant coach of the Penrith Panthers, also recently named as the head coach of Samoa leading up to the Pacific Championship, so lots to talk about with that. Keep your text messages coming in, 0457 736 736. Brett Noddy Kamali, Justin Scope Horro. My name, Jimmy Smith. Just before we get to Ben, a bit of sombre news on behalf of the uh, Pratton Park Magpies. Uh, The legendary magpie, John Chow Hayes, has passed away this morning. He played over 200 games in all grades for the Western Suburbs Magpies and represented New South Wales a couple of times as well. Outstanding rugby league man, so we pass on our condolences to all of John's family. Now, you knew John uh, Naughty used to help out? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, you know, being around um, New South Wales rugby league there, I did some work with the judiciary for a couple of years when I retired, and he was around. So, as you said, you know, man, it was around at a lot of the Australian sides. Um, but, yeah, disappointing, sad news for, for him and his family. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, they have made their fourth straight grand final. It is quite incredible. No matter what era you're talking about, this is a great side. The assistant out there at the Penrith Panthers is Ben Gardner, who's been good enough to join us on the line. G'day, Ben. Hey, guys. How are you going? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no problem. Uh, more to the point, how are you going? How's feeling in the camp after what was a very dominant victory on Friday night? Yes, uh, feeling is is very good. Um, yeah, obviously, really good on Friday night and uh, good performance. Uh, it wasn't a perfect performance, but a good performance. And um, you know, we we obviously got together today. We had a review and uh, just prepped ourselves for the week. But a lot of excitement around the club. Um, you know, big family club, so all the families are excited as well. So yeah, can't wait for uh, the coming weekend. Hey, Benny, it's uh, Justin Horam here, mate. I still get a bit of PTSD when I hear your voice. <laughs> for me, for me, not making those four and fives back in the day, brother. Uh, mate, just congratulations. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, watch your journey um, as I've played, just as you've coached uh, throughout the years, mate. And uh, tell us about that journey, you know, all the way up through uh, from the lower grades to where you are now at Penrith and, and, and then also coaching the New Zealand Maldi and the, now on to Samoa. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Justin. Yeah, they, they were good times, weren't they, mate? I remember um, back at places like ES Marks Field with uh, the Roosters junior team. Uh, that was a while ago, but um, you're right, mate. That was sort of where where I started coaching, and you know they were good times then, just like they are now. And uh, so yeah, yeah, did a bit of coaching there, and worked my way across the south after that, and a bit of time down at Cronulla, and then over at North Sydney, uh, that beautiful North Sydney Oval, and. Uh, coached with Noddy last year uh, out at the Tigers, and yeah, then uh, that that brought me this year to Penrith, and you know what a great opportunity I've been given there to join a great club and really good people and a great coaching staff, uh, obviously led um, gallantly by by Ivan there, and uh, yeah, along the way, as you said, Justin um, ha- had some great opportunities to work with the Kiwis and 
more recently with the uh, Maldi All-Stars team, uh, which I'll continue to do next year. Uh, and then, um, you know, very privileged and a great responsibility has been given to me this week to coach the Samoan team as well. So, yeah, it's been a ride and, um, you know, it'll be a ride this week as well. But, yeah, you know, some really good opportunities that I'm very grateful for, that's for sure. Benny Gardner, Noddy, congratulations first for your success this year and obviously into a grand final. A man that works very, very hard. I can certainly say that. He does plenty of homework and preparation for his players. What do you expect this week? First NRL grand final for yourself. Uh, what are you expecting? Uh, I'm expecting a side that's going to be prepared to play against us, uh, but but we'll be prepared to play against them too. Uh, as you'd know, Noddy, um, yeah, we work really hard in the background and, and that's coaches in general do that. Uh, to make sure that their teams are prepared and ready to go. Uh, you know, you look at you look at the Brisbane side, they're a very powerful side, got a lot of speed in their team. Uh, so uh, us as a team, both attack and defence, we're going to need to be very connected with what we do, uh, making sure that we're on the same page. And obviously the training week is about that, but not just the training week, the, the rest of the week that you've put in throughout the year. Uh, and, you know, we'll be preparing this week as we would any game. Uh, but... You know, we, we don't shy past the fact that, you know, this game holds a little bit more instead than some of those other games. So, you know, great opportunity uh, for myself, but, you know, even bigger opportunity for the club and the boys to go and do something special this weekend. Yeah, we sort of thought the salary cap era would stop back-to-back premierships, but it hasn't stopped yeah. you guys. And it could be three in a row. But the community, as you said, Benny, get you behind you very, very well. And I think you guys out there are very proud of where they come from, their community. Big turn-up of fans there on Friday night to watch... The first half was nearly faultless. Um, I think you were 100% completion at half time, and you know that pretty much had some set up the game for yourself. So obviously that is a big focus, and the fans were big on Sunday for you guys. And obviously then, as you said, not quite perfect last week, but you're chasing that perfect game. Yeah, I think not. You're always chasing that perfect game, aren't you? But um, whether you get it or not, that's another thing. But uh, yeah, the first half of the game was was very strong. Like um, we knew that. You know, and, and you do need it in any finals game is to have a low error count and you know need to be really disciplined around giving penalties away in six against these days. But uh, I, I think that's obviously going to be really important for us again this weekend. Um, just making sure that we're all on the same page with the way that we're playing our game. And the great thing is the boys lead the way with that. So you know I just see see myself and the other coaches as facilitators around that, and the boys are good enough to go and get the job done. Uh, with those types of things uh, most weeks. So, you know, we'll run our meetings and do our preparation the same way this week um, with an eye to finish the week really strongly. Ben, I hear often some teams talk about getting comfortable in being uncomfortable. How do you make this Penrith side uncomfortable? Because I look at Isaiah Yo, I look at Nathan Cleary, Fisher Harris, Edwards. It's almost their temperament as much as their abilities and skill that mean they're unflappable. How do you push this group into areas that challenge them? Oh, you, you know, it's like everything. They're, a lot of those guys, are um, they're very um, perfectionist-orientated. So yeah. they always want to get better, which is fantastic. And as a coach, that's been one of the brilliant things for me this year is going in working with guys who just on a week-in, week-out basis want to get better at their game. And, you know, being quite perfectionist in, in even the small skill parts of their game. Um, yeah, that's really nice as a coach to coach because you know each week you're going to get be able to share something or some detail with them to get better at. Um, so you know we we keep at that, and you know even this morning we're doing that. Um, so that goes right up to the very end for us. And um, I, I think that that type of detail 
in combination with the calmness that some of the players bring, mm. uh, I think that's a really special ingredient for this group. Yeah, Benny, uh, sort of on the Samoan team and Penrith in itself, I know it's got such a strong Polynesian influence out there in Western Sydney. I grew up there myself. Who drives that for the, you know, as a some, you know, the incoming Samoan coach um, with that influence of Polynesian players? Who, who draw from the outside in, it looks like it's, you know, Jerome and Stephen Crichton. Are they the, the sort of guys that, you know, drive the standards there, not only for uh, the Penrith team, but, you know, more specifically the, the Polynesian boys, the Samoans, the Tongans, um, the Fiji, yeah, the Taruva on the wing? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that it's a combination of guys um, that do that. So um, Jerome is our, our, is our energy man, uh, brings, brings great energy, and uh, so does Tito. Um, so Taruva, for the guys that don't know Tito, that's what we call him. <laughs> so Tito brings great energy as well. Um, and, and him and Jerome get that energy going through the music and all sorts of stuff. But hey, we've got some really, um, I, I think, some real leadership in our Pacific Islander players. So James Fisher-Harris just won, won that award um, around his leadership yep. uh, through the NRL. So he's a great leader for us. And then we've got Moses Leader as well. Uh, guys, they're guys that lead by their actions. Um, so I think that we've got a good group of guys that sort of lead the way for us. And, you know, I'm very lucky now to have a number of those guys in the Samoan team as well. And, you know, some of the younger guys, like Stephen Crichton just turned 23 last week, and huh. you'd look at him and go, well, he's been playing in the NRL for five years now. Like, he's a leader in himself. So it's quite amazing, really, isn't it? Benny, the Broncos, obviously, um, probably the best, one of the best attacking teams in the competition, the hottest player in the moment, Reese Walsh, with that speed. Uh, what's really important for you guys, or what's the key for the Broncos? Yeah, well, he's... He's one of the best players in the comp at the moment, isn't he? Like he, it's just like everything that he touches turns to gold for them. So, uh, really important part of the team. Uh, you know, we're going to have to do a good job at looking after him and controlling him. And you know, a lot of it for us comes to comes back to how we end our sets um, and where we end our sets. So, giving them the ball uh, in positions where we can control him is really important for us. But you know, at the same time. Not everything's going to be perfect. And in big matches, you've got to expect that not everything's going to be perfect. And you've got to find a way to stop everything that you can. And that scramble and that fight for each other and uh, working for your teammate, that's going to be a really important part of what happens on Sunday night too. Uh, Benny, we had Peter Wallace on yesterday, working in here yesterday morning as well. Peter Wallace does the defence and you do the attack? Yeah, that's correct, yep. Mate, yeah, just looking at the... It's funny, we were just going over the scores from yourself and Brisbane. You played the two same teams and the scorelines are very similar. Yeah. When you're looking at breaking down these two teams, you know, Noddy talks about the tack of the Brisbane Broncos, but their defence is equally as good. As good. You know, you spoke a little bit about what it's going to be like defensively. Is, is it more a, a sit back and, and weather the storm? And, and then without giving too much away, mate, um, you know, is it sort of a counter or are you really looking to attack them? Uh, we, we'll do a combination of those things, Justin, like, um, you know, definitely you need to set your game up. Um, so we'll, we'll be looking to set our game up early on and that's building fatigue into the opposition. I think that's any NRL game, really. But, you know, at the same time, when there's an opportunity presented to you, you've got to be able to take that opportunity. So, you know, we'll, we'll be attacking those opportunities when they're given to us. Um, and, you know, like every game, the more fatigue that builds, the more opportunities that will develop. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just sort of sit back and, yeah, luckily enough, we've got good good key players that can make good decisions in the right moment, and you know trust the fact that our training will take care of those decisions when we need to make them. Yeah, 
Hey, Ben, what side will Stephen Crichton play on for the grand final? <laughs> 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 uh, who knows? Who knows? The Swiss Army knife. We were talking about it before, Benny. He's just so interchangeable, mate. It's just another part of right. Oh, how, wow. what makes your system so great. Um, versatility yeah, yeah. in the back line and, and where the boys play, whether it's, you know, the wingers or in particular Stephen Crichton. Isn't it, isn't it nice to see in rugby league yes. players that can play in any position? Yes. Um, and, and are happy to play on either side of the field. Like, um, I know, you know, coaching over the years, you, you come up, you know, you come up to that guy and he goes, no, I'm a left side winger. Yeah. And you sort of go, well, what if that opportunity comes up on the right-hand side? Mm. <laughs> You're not going to take it. Um, you know, I, I just think it's brilliant. And, you know, we've got guys that are playing on certain sides at the moment that would be more than comfortable to play on the other side as well, um, not just Stephen. So... Uh, but it, it's really nice to be able to see that because it's. I just think in the, the footy these days, the modern game, so many guys have sort of locked themselves into one side, and I think it limits them, you know, in the long term. Is that deliberate at Penrith? Because I'm looking at Brian Toto, I'm looking at Liam Martin, who can play both sides of the yep. field. I think Scotty Sorensen can probably do. Is that a deliberate thing, Ben? Nah, not not really. I, I just think that it's something that has happened through practicing you know, the principles of our training, right. um, you know, and so in the preseason, we don't really lock anything in straight away. And, you know, sometimes when you're in the preseason as well, you have guys that, um, you know, need to fill in or a guy can't train. So someone fills in on the other side and you might see something that you like. So you give him some more repetition on the other side of the field. So uh, we are really lucky with that because guys can move and change if need be. And, um, you know, they're able to build a combination pretty quickly on the other side of the field as well. And, you know, that's, that's brilliant to be able to have that in a side because, you know, it means that people can move and shake um, whenever you need them to pretty much. Benny, you spoke before about your journey, about the coaching journey coming through. Obviously, I worked there with you last year and know how hard you work and your preparation. Is there one or two things that you've learnt or, or found different when you've joined Penrith? Obviously, a successful organisation from your coaching development or just from something you went, wow, this is something they do better than anyone else or something I wouldn't have thought of? Yeah, I, I just think a, a lot of it has to do with the, you know, the, the way the players approach their training. Um, you know, the, the guys out at, at Penrith spend a lot of time on their extras and, uh, you know, you obviously have the allocated training that you do, but then their ability to be able to stay around and identify things that they want to work on for their own game. And, you know, they're happy to stay out on the field for an extra hour working on those things on a daily basis. So... I've learnt that extras and, and doing your own trade is really important for the development of the players. Um, and, you know, we just look at the game a little bit differently. Obviously, we've got guys that have played together for a long time. So uh, you can just imagine being a fly on the wall and listening to some of the conversations with guys like Yowie and uh, Nat and Jerome and, and Dill. Like, um, it, it's just such a pleasure to be a part of because they've played together for so long. You're just hearing different things every day about how they want to play the game. So, you know, for any coach, that's a pleasure. But, you know, for me, being first time in there for this year, I've, I've just had my eyes wide open the whole time and just soaking it up, which has been brilliant. It's not only who does uh, that that they do extras, but who does it. It mm. reminds you, like, the Melbourne Storm had three of the greatest players in the history of the game, but they were the ones who were out there doing the extras in Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk and, and uh, Billy Slater. It's Nathan Cleary and Isaiah Yo, and it's Dylan Edwards, Dylan Edwards. too. And and yep. it must tell the younger players in the squad, Ben, if it's good enough for them, the best players in the game to be doing extras, and it's good enough for me. Uh, absolutely. Like, you, if you've got the best players in the game still out there, um, you know, all of a sudden you have a culture of that's what we do. Yes. 
Um, and, and our young guys, I, I think they're really lucky to be part of that because they're learning from the very start of their careers of what it takes to be at the top. Um, so, you know, we've got young guys, but, you know, James Fisher-Harris and Moses Liotta are, are two of the best that we've got at doing extras. And right. now they've got a little crew of younger guys that have joined them, like three, four, five younger guys that join them each day. So they're learning their trade from those guys. And, you know, there's no better way than learning through sort of peer education, is there, to yeah. you know, learn what you've got to do at the top of your game. I'm just looking at the Samoa side that turned out for the Rugby League World Cup final last year. Ben, in the time, yeah. the short time that you've been named as coach, have you reached out to Joseph Swalehi and checked his availability for the Pacific Championships? Yeah, we've checked in with a number of the guys. Um, a few of the guys are still waiting on uh, just feedback around. Um, yeah, they've got some small injuries, so they're just sort of checking those things out, uh, waiting for their club doctor to come back to them. Uh, we've got some availabilities as well, so we, you know we probably know about where about half the squad is. That's um, we've got a, a group of about 45 players that we're looking at at the moment, um, you know, just taking into account the next few weeks, any injuries and any of those other players that sort of aren't available come the end of the year. So, yeah, we've got a bit of a process in place there that we've been working on and we've been able to appoint some staff that are, you know, high-quality staff um, with elite qualifications. So things are moving forward uh, reasonably quickly. Uh, obviously, for myself, though, I've got my eye on this weekend and sure. you know what what this weekend brings and i've got some other people helping me out um strongly in the background to make sure we prepare for that test match uh that's coming up against australia in a few weeks as well yeah absolutely big game against new zealand the kiwis as well but all focus on this game on sunday up against the brisbane broncos ben great to spend some time with you appreciate it all the very best yeah, thanks again. Appreciate your time, guys. Look after. Uh, Good luck, Benny. Good ben luck. Gardner. There you go. I didn't know you two guys had such uh, close relationships with Ben uh, through your footballing lives. So um, great to see people who I, I know everyone's got a rap on Ben Gardner that, that he um, he coaches with or coaches under. So no surprise. I, I, last time I had him on the program a couple of weeks ago, we talked, or well, maybe longer than that. Um, NRL, do, you, do you see yourself as an NRL coach? And they say, yeah, of course. Yep. Got to be got to be thinking I that rem- way. I remember I caught up with him a couple of years ago in New Zealand Maldi camp, um, and then we we're just having to chat about our time in the under twenties. He set his training that we had in the under twenties set me up so well. By the time I got to first grade, he was he was a re- very hard, very hard right. strength and conditioning coach for us at the time. Um, under Jimmy Dimmick was our uh, head coach in the okay. under twenties. And he just gave me a really good base of what it's like to be a, a full-time uh, first grader. Around the grounds at Combank Stadium, 4-0. It's the Bears over the Rabbitohs. Alfred Smalley getting the first and only try of the match, 12 minutes in. Snuck down the short side, little dummy dummy half, threw a dummy off the sideline. Down the short side, little little pass, one-hand pass, caught the ball behind him, put it down in the corner. Well, there you go. All try. three metres, I reckon he ran. Uh Blow by blow description yeah. there. Uh, down to the touchline. Down the touchline. <laughs> down, down, down the Spitwater touchline. <laughs> oh, there we go. Nice, nice. Uh, 24-10, the scoreline. The Knights extending their lead against the Broncos. That's with uh, 52 minutes gone in the NRLW semifinal. Second semifinal. The Roosters up against the Titans. That'll be at 4.15 this afternoon. All right, let's get ourselves to the break, and then we're back with more.